When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, we're George and Jess, and after doing a morning radio show together for over a decade, we found our new home on the George and Jess podcast. We are a married couple exploring the ins and outs of balancing kids, marriage, and careers. So join us for adventures in the kitchen, at home, traveling, and more. Pull up a chair, grab a cup of coffee. It's time to get real about life, love, and the world around us. Well, Blizzard Week is continuing. Started a bit yesterday, continuing today. It's going to get super windy this afternoon. You're not going to be able to see nothing. I, I was a bit miffed with the Weather Channel. I was watching some of the national coverage yesterday, and they were using some of the terms that I should, I had actually coined, apocalyptic being one of them. And I was like, no, 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 no. Don't be stealing my adjectives to describe what is about to unfold here. Can you trademark an adjective? No, God, that's everybody. But I was just like, "Did are they following me? Is that what happened? <laughs> What's going they on? They probably are. The funny thing is they have uh, they have reporters here in Minnesota. They've got a few up in the Twin Cities here and then around uh, the Moorhead area. And I think they're going to have some down in our area as well. Because That's this, when you know it's bad when the weather, weather yeah, channel rolls in. Right, and it's... And the funny thing is, because we've had this ridiculous winter that we've had, the public school system, District 77, is down to one snow day left. So there's, and there's no way, there's no way they make it out of this with just one. They're going to, the thing about it is, if they, if they shoot for like a half a day or an early out or this or that, they're risking getting caught in one of these windows of opportunity where it's not going to completely stop. But there should be a lull for a very short period. They thought they thought today that the winds wouldn't really pick up till around three. Now the now they're saying around eleven a.m. So the blizzard warning even got backed up to noon. I am giggling because you love to talk about the weather so much. It's well, it's just driving me nuts. That here's here's what drives me crazy, more crazy than anything, is why do school systems wait until the not all. Not all, because some of them are on top of it and way ahead of the curve here. But specifically, the district here in the Mankato area waits till like one minute before school's supposed to start before they tell anybody what's going on. Well, the thing about a snow early out, late start, snow day, whatever, you're never going to get it right every time. Right. So like you wait because you think it might be okay and then it isn't and then everyone's mad or you call it really early because it looks like it's going to be terrible and then it's not as bad and then everybody's mad. So it's like you're they're never going to win. Right. That formula, whatever it looks like, it, they're never going to get it right because it's so unpredictable. It is, but I think they've got a pretty good handle on this. <laughs> it's like the, there's no way. Well, it's been it's. It's it's been unfolding as they promised since yesterday afternoon. Olive is that its name? Yeah, it's Winter Storm Olive. 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 So that seems to be. It, it's just it, it's got everybody. 
it's it shut down so many things. Like meetings have been canceled. My entire the rest of my week just like poof gone cleared right nothing because it's just it's literally shutting everything down and it drives me nuts. I've seen some of the local businesses post like if you can support you know with like an online order not like a pickup order but buy things online because this really does hurt small businesses when they have to shut down for days because of snow. So another thing too is the uh, my my trainer Brett has had a family emergency, so he's been required to oh, leave no. town. So filling his spot, I am training with Chris. No way. Yeah. When? <laughs> well, it's supposed to supposed to be on the docket for today, and then I don't know when Brett is back. So indefinitely until the family. Whatever emergency, I don't know what's going on exactly, but he had something no. he had to deal with. So now, Chris, knowing that I am a superior athlete, has decided to jump and just abandon you. He's not abandoning me. Well, I'm going to convince him to do that, and then just kind of <laughs> why? Because, <laughs> well, just you know, so I can bragging rights, I guess, basically, oh. and I'm going to uh, ask him. Because that's kind of a conflict of interest because we are in some some form of competition. It does feel like a little bit of a conflict of interest. I wonder if he will. I wonder what he'll have you do. Like, are you going to learn how I to have, do a one-legged squat? No, I, I have a a whole. Re- I, I don't know. I have a I have a whole system here down. It's already mapped out. I think he just has to be there to supervise. Oh, make sure my, you don't mess it up. Make sure my, my form and technique and everything. Probably the fact that I can just show up, right? I'm looking forward to hearing about you two's adventures. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. He said he sent me a text this afternoon. He was like, or yesterday, rather. And he said, uh, uh, Brett's out. He had something he had to deal with. So I will be taking over until his return. I, I bet this is stressing Chris out. Dynamite. Did, oh, so he likes MMA. He fighting. does, right? He likes video games. Likes pizza, yeah. So that's some talking points. That's good for stuff. You. That's Not good that you stuff. need them. You can talk to anyone, right? Well, that's actually something that I admire about you. What you can talk to anyone. Well, that's what I did forever. I know, but I I do better like getting talked to, and I don't know if it's because of this dynamic, like because we did the radio show for eleven years, and you were the the quarterback. Yeah, and so I just. <laughs> feel very awkward most of the time if i'm doing the talking too so you try you you don't you find it difficult to initiate yeah i just i feel awkward and it's i am working on it i don't i I don't think that we have that kind of a dynamic as much here as we did on the radio no not as much but it's you know you still have the buttons and you have the computer and and it just i don't know i think that might be why i feel the tech stuff well, I just feel awkward when I'm the talker, when I'm the initiator, well, you, like you, running the conversation. But you had a good conversation with Nicole from Heat. Was it good? Yeah, I thought it okay. was. I mean, she did great, but I feel sometimes I feel like when I'm thought, asking the questions, I'm like, oh, I think when there is a topic that you are interested in and you are talking to somebody that can converse, I think you guys do very well. Hmm. So I, th- I thought that was fantastic. But I you could talk to like the subway worker. Well, I'm I'm interested in a lot of different things, and I'm going to. Uh, I was, I've just been texting the last couple of days with Christy from Christie's Crystals, and you know 
that I'm interested in stuff like this because I met Christy, God, it, it's over, I've known her for decades, right? I met her very early in my radio career uh, upon arrival at when I worked for Clear Channel. And when I first met her, I was like, my God, this lady's crazy. She sells rocks. I remember you telling me about her. And she, yeah. And you were like, she's super nice and she's a friend of mine, but like she sells rocks. And she and she makes a living doing it. And, and I, I was like, oh yeah, some people believe that there's like different kind of healing powers in rock and crystals. And you were like, oh, do you, you stick a rock under your pillow I, and that's going to like make something happen? <laughs> I've never been able to figure it out, but I've, no, I've, I've, I've explained this to her, so we're going to have her on. I'm super excited because I am really interested in crystals, but I don't, I, I have some. I bought them at her shop. Here's a, here's how she convinced me, because I, I've, you know how candid I am with people, right? Oh, yes, yes. And I love her. She's, I mean, I would consider Christy a kindred spirit. We, we, we both are along that same line. Mm -hmm. Just, she's just a wonderful person, and she's, she would give you the shirt off her back if you if she felt like you needed it. Literally, one of those people, right? So how can you not love people like that? But I was like, you sell rocks. Mm -hmm. How because I didn't I don't get it. And I still kind of don't, but she one time when she was like, I was sitting there having a conversation with her in her office, and I was like, I still don't get it. And then she handed me a pen, just a pen that you would write with. She said, Hold this. And then in my other hand, she handed me one of her rocks crystals she said now hold this do you feel a difference and indeed i did oh yeah which they was, have energy and i was like and then i was looking at her like are you doing something to make <laughs> me feel this way or and she was like no there's energy right right and because they're every, they're from nature yeah. they're part of she'll explain us. yeah because i you know everything is uh everything is based on vibration, mm -hmm. right? Whether it's sound, just all everything. So she was explaining a little bit of that to me, but she has, I, I can't speak intelligently about it. I can't be, either. Because I don't know, but I could, I've sat and talked with her for hours about this stuff and she does a really good job explaining it. So I, I said, you know, you need to, you need to come on and talk about this. And she was like, well, you, you got to give me some direction mm -hmm. here because I could she, literally we could set and just we'd have to like get like little nap mats out and take take breaks every eight hours <laughs> Snack time. because because we would just talk and talk and talk and talk. Well, it's so, such a broad topic. There's so much to talk about. So I think what we're going to have her do is kind of like a one oh one. Well, I sent her like a picture. Crystals basic. Yeah, I sent her a picture of a handful of the crystals that you have. Yes. And she'll be able to identify them. And I know some of them and I when I bought them I knew what they were called because they were labeled but um, I don't really know how to incorporate them into my spiritual practices I just kind of have them out like if I'm meditating sometimes I'll hold one like I have a rose quartz that's like shaped like an egg and it's really smooth and sometimes I'll just hold that one when I'm meditating but I don't really I haven't fully connected with them you know what else she does too and but we'll talk plenty about crystals right but uh, she did my, is it a chakra? Mm -hmm. And and I, I think I may have told this story before. I don't know if I've told it on the podcast or not, but uh, it was years ago and I was going through all, I was, uh, there was a breakup. I was in the middle of a breakup. I had to move out of, out of a house and I had to find another place. I had so much going, I was at a new job, right? All of these things going on in my life. And I didn't, I, you know how I am. I'm kind of 
I live in a kind of a shell. I don't, I don't discuss my feelings or nobody knows what's going on with my life a lot. So, and she goes, put your hand on this. I'm, I'll do your reading. Mm-hmm. And I did. And <laughs> immediately she's like, oh, you have a lot going on. <laughs> and I was like, really? <laughs> what's the deal? She goes, mm, you got, you got all kinds of different things. What, what's, what's happening? Are you all right? And then I kind of, I, I gave her a, a little bit of a rundown, but I was like, I was shocked that she could pick that out because I, I hide feelings very well. But you can't hide energy. Right, right. That's what she'll tell you. Like energy is energy. And if your chakras are blocked, like you can't hide that. See, I don't know anything about any of that stuff, but she does that. She does uh, psychic readings. She, uh, she's into a lot of the spiritual stuff. And she was, she's like an OG. Uh, original. She's been doing it way before it was cool. Right. Well, and like, I know that that's the big thing. Like, oh, it's tr- spirituality is trendy. But I think it's that more and more people are awakening. Right. And getting interested in spiritual practices. Yeah. So it's trendy because more and more people are interested in it. Have you heard the term that uh, people are spiritually hungry? Oh, I love that. Yeah. Who's say who's using that? Is that like a, I, is that I've, a, I heard a TikToker? It, I heard it on a podcast. Yes. Oh my day. God. I totally feel that. And it was uh, one of these, whatever these guys that run these wow retreat type things. Mm, yeah. He was, he was like, we're, we're, you know, business is good because people are spiritually hungry. I totally feel that. And I, I, I feel like for myself, when I, first started getting into a lot of this stuff like it kind of happened all by accident but i i wanted to do it all like i wanted to do like understand chakras and understand auras and crystals and vibrations and oracle cards and horoscopes and all of this stuff which is like a lot and yeah. there's a lot of layers to all of those things so but i i do feel like just reading a lot about all of those, I'm starting to get a deeper understanding. What do you think them. inspired this movement? I, that's a great question. I don't know. I think it was what, what do when you think? I stopped drinking. Okay. Yeah, I could see that. That kind got- of led to, like I started journaling and that then I started reading a lot of books and it all just kind of started spiraling, I guess. Um, and a lot of the books that I was reading were talking about God and my vision version of God at that time was like the Catholic church God I grew up with in the nineties. Sure. And I was like, that is not really fitting with kind of like the way that this stuff I'm reading is describing as this like loving, all powerful, we're all part of it. And so then I just, I wanted to know more. And so I've read a lot of books. I've read a lot of like Christ tradition books. I've read a lot of uh, new age. I've read a lot of mysticism. So I I don't know. I find it all like so interesting and I just can't get enough information. Yeah. I, I have found that the older I get and, and, you know, it just progressing through life. This started though in my, in my twenties, even when I was in the service and I met, guys who were of Muslim faith and mm-hmm. all these different, mm-hmm. you know, religions. And I, it, I found it very intriguing. Mm-hmm. And, and then I, I did notice a common theme, right? With the, you know, the deity and, you know, sacrifice and love and all of this. And I was like, 
it's almost like we all were at one spot at the same spot mm-hmm. at some time and somehow or another everybody got it's like we're all telling the same story went, it's went, like a game of telephone went different directions and yeah. the, and the story got changed here and there and whatever i don't listen i don't have the answers but when i did i i think because a lot of people as they grow and get older and the exposure mm-hmm. comes mm-hmm. and especially in today's world because we have access to so much information with the internet we just don't have to accept what people are telling us and taking it with blind faith and there's right? so many people who are of all ages and generations that are deciding they're not going to keep doing things the same way that they've always been done. You know what's in their families or in their environment. You know what I do find intriguing is, well, first of all, I grew up in a very non-denominational Bible believing church Mm -hmm. in rural Midwest. Right. And I think a lot of people can relate to that. Mm -hmm. Not Catholic, not Baptist, just non-denominational. The Bible is the word of God. We went to church on Sunday mornings. I went to Sunday school. The preacher gave the sermon. We had potlucks, that stuff, right? Mm -hmm. It just goes back and back. The funny is what I always go back to this, and I think that's why I don't think this is an accident. I was the one, even as a child, that often questioned what, they were telling me and nobody else did. Mm-hmm. Right. Do you, does that seem weird? I don't think so. They just no. took it. They were so, and a lot of them to this day just carried on the tradition yeah. that they were told. And, you know, and I, I think it comes back to being a critical thinker and not everybody is. And I'm not saying that to be mean or, or that, you know, I'm not trying to reference that in a derogatory manner mm-hmm. either. Like, Oh, you can't think. There's just people are just different, right? And yeah. I there there was things that I was being told and they tried to teach me and I was like, that that can't be. Mm-hmm. So that And when, how did that go over? Not well. Yeah. Not well. No. I bet it didn't. I know I, it wasn't. I was kind of the black sheep of that operation. Uh-huh. And I just didn't I didn't buy in. Well, there was things and I'm I to as as I got older, I was like, I was right. Mm-hmm. You know, I, there was no, oh God, I was young and naive. No, I was right. Mm-hmm. I'm convinced. And and I've met a lot of people who are just like me. And then I met more and more people who had the same experience growing up. And they, like me, were like, Mm-mm, something's wrong here. Yeah. Right? So it's a select group of people, right? And I, I, I so I don't know. What's in my head? Would you consider yourself spiritually hungry now, or curious? Yeah, or- yeah, yeah. I would because I'm 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 intrigued. Mm-hmm. I, I I I think I'm getting to the bottom of it. Oh, <laughs> you know? oh well. Not, pull never, up a chair. You know everybody. what? No, you'll never. I'll, I don't think anybody's ever going to have the answer. No, right? Because nobody's been there and then back to tell us what's going on, right? So I just, but I think you know that you can, you know, put enough together to where you can see, like, listen, man, there's no way the church I grew up in would try to tell me that the earth was like 10,000 years old. Oh yeah. That's the most insane thing. No. And even at that point I was like, that's, that's impossible. And I brought up, I remember being like in grade school and like in sixth grade, 
fifth or sixth grade bringing up carbon dating because there was no internet, but I could read that in books, right? Uh In the library. And they were like, oh, that's fake. They've proved that that doesn't work. I'm like, actually it does. Yeah, I don't fancy myself as a scientist, but. And I said, you know, and I I tried to explain them. Dinosaurs existed, you know, about 66 million years ago and beyond that. So that tells me that we've been here a lot longer than 10,000 years. Yeah. So like 10,000 years is a blank. Yeah. And it's in, like in the grand scheme. And then, and cause I would always come back with, well, what happened to the dinosaurs? Well, nobody really, I was like, it was a meteor strike. I mean, there was something, it was some catastrophic event mm-hmm. that had to have buried them. Right. At, 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 at so quickly or killed them in an in instant fashion to where they were so that well preserved. What could do that? Well, scientists began to figure that out. And the craters are here, to, and then they know, mm-hmm. right? Now, they don't know definitively if that's what happened, but that's a, a pretty good idea. It's an educated and, and, guess. And they know that there's been a, that the earth has been flooded, and, you know, and the Bible. And has, almost all of right. the traditions yes. mention a flood. Water has covered the earth. Right. And that could have been easily again, could all be part of that. Yeah, and that's all kind of that's like, oh, it's like a game of telephone where everyone's kind of telling the same story just a little differently. So in my head, Mm -hmm. as a young man, I always believed, and I still believe, that this earth has been here for a long, long time. And we have reached points in civilization where we were advanced and some catastrophic event has set us back, and it has happened over mm-hmm. and over and over again. Yeah, I would a year ago, if you would have said that, I would have been like, "You sound crazy." No, but now I, I'm like, "Yeah, probably." So that's kind. Of, and then I, you know, I, I, you know, there's again, that's just what I believe because I'm science and kind of backs that up. I understand that a lot of people have deep-rooted faith. My dad was one of them. I mean, he was oh, yeah. a man of deep faith. And he thought I was crazy when I talked like that. But I still, I'm, I'm like, no, I don't, I don't think I am crazy. And I'm not saying that Jesus Christ didn't walk the earth. I'm not saying I don't believe in God, a God, right? I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that the what they have told me, going to that church growing up, it it, there's no, it's just no, it, there's no way that makes that, that can, that could not have unfolded. And then their beliefs, a lot of them, I just disagreed with their beliefs, yeah. which I don't want to get into. Right. But I mean, I'm, I li- literally believe that every man, woman and child walking the face of this earth is equal. Mm-hmm. I, I believe that literally don't give me this inferior you were here to do this and that no i think we're all on a level playing field and do you think we're all all connected like all living things sure yeah i I don't think it's just us i I think nature yeah i do i think animals i think the earth itself yeah i do too there's something i think that's where that's what we're missing there's a much bigger picture is that we we forgot that we are part of nature right and i think this spiritual hunger yeah that we're talking about is people figuring out what, for example, the Native Americans have always mm-hmm. known. I am reading a book right now called Church of the Wild, and it is stunning. It's beautiful. 
I absolutely love it. I got it at the library, by the way. But what is it about? It's it's about uh, I would say along the lines of your experience. She was actually an ordained minister in um, Christian churches, and she kept feeling like something was missing. Like this is not how it's meant to be done. Like inside, no windows. You know, everyone following these strict things and rules. And um, she started like an outdoor church where they meditate and like get in touch with nature and kind of try and become one with nature and remember that we are all connected and that humans are part of nature, just like the animals and the insects and the trees. Interesting. It's in her writing is just really, really beautiful and makes me want to go to a wild church. There you go. There you go. How did we get down this road? Christy. It's all about spiritual hunger. I just think that term is so accurate. And I think a lot for of how people are feeling. And a lot of people want to feed the hunger. So mm-hmm. that's why they're that's why they're digging into this stuff. I think right? there's a lot of curiosity. It's such a broad realm that you don't even know. That's how right. I felt. I was like, I don't even know where to start. I'm getting Oracle cards. I'm getting crystals. I'm going to get my Bible out. I'm just going to consume as much information yeah. as I can. I think what's, what's turned everything upside down and it's just the way things are, but it's, it's, it's greed. There's, yes, there's people started. There's people, everybody we've been told that money is everything. Yes. Literally. And that we can consume our way yeah. to happiness. Yeah. And it never happens. No. That's why when pe- when when the Minnesota twin, Carlos Correa, just had this conversation, and to his credit, I think he was being sincere. People mocked him when he said this the other day. He signed a huge contract, and after getting bounced around from team to team, mm-hmm. he wound up taking a little bit less with a shorter deal from the twins because he has a, he's got an injury that he's dealing with. And... uh I try to explain to people, it's like, it's not always the players, it's their agents that go after the money, right? And when they sign with these guys, they're kind of at their mercy. I mean, they can obviously influence decisions and stuff, but there are, the agent's always going to encourage them to make as much money as possible. Who cares about anything else? But they were the reporters were needling him when he arrived for spring training down in Florida this past week, and he said, you know what? It's not about the money. And he goes, if you guys think that it's always all about the money, you need to reevaluate your life. Mm. And, you know, coming from a guy that just signed a, you know, a, a 200 and some million dollar contract, but they, they were like, oh yeah. And then he got beat up on the internet for it. I'm like, just cause he has a lot of money doesn't mean he hasn't figured that out. Right. And there's nothing inherently wrong with having a lot of money. No, there isn't. Like it, it no. doesn't make you bad you can to do have one, a lot of money. You can do wonderful things with it. It's more the intention of having a lot of money. Right. And is it coming from a soul led place or an ego led place? Well, there's so many people that are just out to make as much money as they possibly can and trim their budgets. And, and they view everybody else on the earth as a minion here to make them money. Right. That's the problem. Like you are a product. That's how we got where we're at today. Yes. And it's greed. And I still, and I've, how many times have I said this on this podcast? There is a handful of men in this world that run the whole thing. That's terrifying. These, these people in public office, including the president of the United States and every other leader around the world are at the mercy of these people. 
Uh-huh. That's literally where we're at. I know. I think so. I think you're right. And That's I, the facts. I mean, come on. I mean, I, if I mean, I it, it took me a few years and reading and you just figure it out. I mean, we are literally there's a handful of greedy, greedy, evil individuals. I'm not kidding that run the whole thing. And that's. This I is, believe that this is going to go a dark direction, but that's what we were talking about last Friday night with our friend that we ran into. Yeah. He was like, what happens when AI and robots and everything takes over all of the productive roles and the humans aren't needed the labor anymore. Right. And I was like, this is getting dark. It is. I we, know. Need, we need to listen to the jazz band and, and about face but, 5d. <sighs> I hope so. <laughs> Oh, wow. Anyways, let's go back. Yeah, spiritually and, hungry. I, and I, we'll wrap this up because I think I, I think that that's a good place. And we'll we'll resume that conversation. We need to get somebody. And I've not encountered an individual yet that I believe is qualified to speak intelligently about it. Not, I'm not saying they're not there, but I, I'm talking about somebody that I could bring in and sit in that chair right there. That's what I'd like. I'd like to have somebody right here. And you know what? And again, it's always opinion. Yeah. Right? Nobody has yeah, the facts. It's all subjective. Right. But so, I think the the spiritual hunger that's what we can is talk really about. interesting and getting the perspective of someone who's kind of been in it for a long time and Right. And talking about like what is happening, why are so many people now waking up and, and getting curious? Like what really as Well, I think I think a lot of people don't know or they don't feel like they have a label, right? It's like I'm not a Baptist, I'm not a Catholic, not a Muslim, not a Buddhist. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know what I am. Here's what, but I will tell you this. I don't think you need that label. You're a human being. I'm, here's what I believe. You're pure love. <laughs> That's a, that, that, right. Well, You're pure you know, love I, and I, light. I, I, you I, are divine. I think that everybody, I would like to believe, initially has that in them. Some people get, you know, you get off the beaten path. I mean, there's, there's some bad guys. Well, I, we right? all know that. We know that, but. So yeah, I don't, and I think that's where the spiritual hunger comes in. People want to figure out what what am I? What wh this is what I believe, but what is that? Well, yeah, I don't. I don't think you need a label. I think you just need to surround yourself again, find a community that fits your thought pattern, right? And then you've got you, you've got your tribe. I think it's about figuring out who you are on a soul level when you take all the labels away. When you're like, right. I'm, I'm a dad. I'm a podcaster i'm a weatherman aspiring weatherman you know like when you take all of that away right i understand yeah like who is your soul and why did it come here why are some people experiencing this hunger and others not mm -hmm. yeah i have friends who think i'm insane why are we going down <laughs> this road and i'm like i don't know what happened i right. just can't get enough information right. and like I'm, I'm nothing wrong with educating yourself yeah i just I don't rather know. than just take, thinking about starting my old wild wild church maybe out I, in the backyard i could do it we, 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 we certainly have the spot to be willing well i think there are local 
worship centers in this town even that are non-denominational where everybody gets together and all all faiths are accepted. There are. Yeah. yeah and I like yeah. that. I think that that's fantastic. We need more of that instead of having waging wars and killing each other. And then this, all, yeah. it seems like that would be a better option yeah, to like I, yeah. listen to some healing crystal bowls and sit on a blanket under a tree. That's better than killing each other. Seems like it. There you go. <laughs> George and Jess for president. Spe- speaking of speaking of that, uh, you are actually lining up a a, a community group. It's lined. Yeah. It is lined up. It is March fourteenth, T Tuesday. You're gonna get so anybody, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like come to Curiosity House in Upper North Mankato. It's on Commerce Drive. You can't miss it. It's across from that big quick trip up from there. five to seven. And it might just be me sipping on some tea that's by myself. It. It's going to be you and Heidi. Perfectly fine. I might have to go to just keep Joel entertained. <laughs> but we're we're just going to get together and meet people in person. And I don't know. We can talk about all this fun stuff. People need a sense of community mm-hmm. and they need to they need to be together. Maybe we'll start our own church. I don't there know. You go. I don't know, guys. Do you even have to use that word, church? No, I don't think so. You don't. I don't think so either. I don't think so either. But anyways, so again, if if people would like to attend, you're just going to do it. It's going to be a happy hour. Tea happy it's hour. It's a tea Tuesday happy hour on yeah. March 14th. There you go. Just remember that day. Bank on it. By the way, if you'd like to get some really good tea, you can pick some up also at Heat Salon where you yes. were this past weekend. I was there this weekend. We did a beautiful new moon mini retreat. Um, I'm going back there next Friday because we're getting new podcast photos taken where our brand is evolving and I'm getting my hair and makeup done because I can't be trusted to those kinds of things for important occasions. Uh, but if you are looking for... Um, Beauty and salon services, but like a full experience, Heat Salon and Lifestyle Studio have created a really special environment. Um, HeatSalon.com, HeatTheStudio.com. Oh my God, it's my first day. And um, you can schedule an appointment and it's just, it's a balance of beauty inside and outside. And that is the experience that you're going to get at Heat. And they do serve beautiful herbal tea and they sell it too. We've had some of that, it. That um, was created by Heidi at Curiosity House. It's fantastic. House. So it's kind of one of those fun full circle moments. It but. is. It is. So again, we've got a lot of cool stuff lined up. I, I can't wait. We'll have Christy up here. She would probably be here honestly. She would have been here already, but we're dealing with this damn blizzard, the which olive, is driving Olive's me. kind of wrecking our plans. I mean, I'm serious. It's just like in this part of the country, when you get something like this, it'll shut everything. It's like four or five days. Yeah. I mean, this mess. is insane. It's a mess. But you know what? We'll move on. I'm thank God I'm literally three minutes from the gym. Hopefully I'll be able to get up there uh, if the kids aren't at home driving me crazy i feel like chris is i think that's coming betraying though. me a little no nah, well you know what <laughs> i'm just kidding they knew they had to send the best there's enough chris to go around to fill in <laughs> fill in for brad <laughs> all right we'll be back again with another episode tomorrow morning